we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 14th, 2019. And um, the next part is 100% proof of tunnels underneath Oral Roberts University. And as opposed to just, you know, people could come back and say, well, the tunnels are are just rumors and these types of things. No, they've out openly admitted to it. And here's an actual news report. Now, I don't, like the guy that's doing this um, this report, I, I don't um, point anybody to his ministry. He's really, really tied up in uh, Hebrew roots beyond belief. And um, I've done, you know, many, many studies on that, being pulled into that whole legalistic type of works-based system uh, that, the Hebrew Roots Movement is. He takes it to a whole other level, but he does report on some things that hardly anybody else will touch. And I'm only going to play, I don't know, probably about four minutes of this, but this will add greatly to what we've already covered in the previous studies. This guy, is uh, you'll, you'll see his spirit. This guy, this bald-headed guy, he has a very mocking, wicked spirit. Now, he's, he's showing a, uh, he's got a news report, I believe a, a uh, Local Tulsa, where Oral Roberts University is news report, and um, this is what he's. This is who he's in reference to. You can watch the video. I give you a link to it, and you can see what we're talking about here. About him, but look at what's revealed here. Tunnels used by Oral Roberts. Yeah. So there's been rumors of this for decades on the campus of Oral Roberts University. Behind me. Look at how mocking he is. He's like, oh, yeah, there's so many people think about these tunnels. Is a tunnel that was used by Chancellor Oral Roberts. Not really. And he said these are tunnels that were used by Chancellor Oral Roberts. And I mean, they're they're underneath Oral Roberts. It's not it's not a rumor. They're there. Not really a secret tunnel like a lot of people think it is. This is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This guy has a mocking spirit over him. It's almost like they're making light of this and laughing and joking about it on purpose in order to downplay that there's tunnels there because there's a lot of very, for instance, all of the stuff we covered in the previous part here, all of these horrific firsthand accounts of what's went on in these tunnels and underneath. And so what the local news wants to do, which, which is yoked up with the, with Oral Roberts University is downplay that and act like it's a, you know, just like they treat the Pizzagate, that type of attitude. And we're getting it ready for the 50th class of the university that will begin this fall. We're so excited for it to start. If you're an alum, we want to see you back on campus. It is an exciting time to be at Oral Roberts University, and we want you to be a part of it this next year. Getting the tunnel ready for the students. Yeah. Look at how demonic his face is. Getting the tunnel ready for the students. The tunnels that Oral Roberts used. There's another video, too, that the subscriber sent me that I'm not even going to play. It's so gross. It's about it's an old recording of Oral Roberts describing uh, a man and a woman having sex. It's, it's just utterly dis, dis, just gross. Oh, I'm going to post the link, first of all, to my original Oral Roberts story that I did. It's a very dark one, but it's, it's all about, um, you know, information directly from this woman who, when she was a young girl was abused and sodomized and saw all this satanic ritual abuse going on in the tunnels below Earl Roberts. There's three tunnel levels, and it was the third tunnel level down. Uh, so I'll post that link. That was my original story I did several weeks ago. But now all this stuff, now as we're praying and fasting about this specific issue, this stuff is gets sent to me tonight. Hallelujah. That's the power of fasting. So I'll post all this, uh, these links, uh, these videos below the video as well, so you guys can look at it for yourself. This stuff needs to be shut down. I, I'm I, During the Zoom prayer meeting, I literally prayed that Trump would send the feds in and just raid these tunnels. Sick, sick stuff that goes on there. Kenneth Copeland is part of it. Well, you can watch that original video I did. Okay, so we have that video. 
Okay, so now we're going to continue with another one of uh, another clip from one of his videos. And this is entitled Satanic Pedophile Baby Murdering Oral Roberts. A nice lighthearted title. And uh, Kenneth Copeland. So this is more information regarding this matter. Uh, okay, let's get right into it. So, um, I have to keep this name anonymous, and you're going to find out why very quickly. <sighs> Boy, this is heavy. Okay. This is, okay, this is like really, really, really heavy duty. Like adult type content. So, really none of this teaching is really kid friendly, <laughs> child friendly. Um, but this is probably the worst thing I think we're going to cover. Uh, today and then we're gonna after this we're gonna switch gears and talk about the internet kill switch but I, I just want to give you a little warning there as a young woman back when she was a little girl uh, her dad was a mason this was back in the 1950s as far back as she she can remember her dad forced her to have oral sex with him she later was taken by her dad to houses where many men raped her she also has lots of times of her memory, but it was blurred due to being drugged. She only remembers getting to eat cookies and drinks before, but there was a man in black. He was rather nice to her. She was... Okay, this is exactly the same thing that Kathy O'Brien described in her book, Transformation of America, which she talked about, oh, Bush Sr., Jr., uh, Hillary Clinton uh, basically sexually assaulted her over and over and um dick cheney and th that's the exact same pattern with the dad what they were describing i'm not going to repeat it that how it starts out at the earliest i mean literally when they're infants i mean th this is the sickest garbage you can possibly comprehend and the leaders of these um these televangelists and these big time leaders of almost all i would say the major denominations most likely are involved in this in one way, shape, or form. Given to him at times, later in rooms, and she grew older, and as she grew older and away from this abuse, she learned or connected the knowledge of who that man in black was. It was Dr. Mengele. Uh, you may know him. This is around... Mengele. ...the 1960s, 70s. But Dr. Mengele, or Dr. Mengele, I have to find out the pronunciation. If you know who he is, um, he was the uh, twisted, sick doctor who aided Adolf Hitler. Uh, if you know anything about Operation Paperclip... Worked at the death camps in, um, I don't know if he was in Auschwitz, where they did all those experiments on twins and just did the most sadistic, evil garbage you could possibly ever conceive. And they had an unlimited supply of bodies because they were bringing the Jews in and the gypsies and the, the people that, you know, were ultimately going to be executed or worked to death. And then they, they, could, they could just parse out whoever they wanted to parse out to do testing on. And Mengele was one of, you know, Dr. Death or whatever he was called. He was one of the main ones. And he was brought over here after World War II via Project Paperclip to work as one, probably our main MK Ultra mind control. He, he was the one that was teaching our guys how to do this stuff, or one of the main ones that was. And I've seen account after account after account where this guy comes up over and over and over again of mind control slaves that have left their programming. And I, I think Kathy O'Brien mentions him as well. You understand how he got over here, and he was uh, he was uh, operating quite freely in the United States back in the 1960s and 70s. Um, her dad, who was forcing her to have oral sex with him, her dad was really um, would never tell her daughter what profession he was in. Um, he sounded as if he was an ordinary guy with just wife and kids, but he was probably a low-level le um, member trying to rank higher and being as a go-to for a go-for. Obviously, he sold uh, not only this young girl, but he had other daughters as well. He sold his daughters in order to, to get higher in the, uh, in the ranking of the Freemason uh, that he was in, Freemason uh, Lodge that he was involved in. Uh, her dad had also uh, taken their family. They had traveled quite extensively around the world. They went to the Great Wall of China for some kind of business. She doesn't know. They moved around the states quite frequently, but they eventually ended up right outside Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and right in that area, that whole area in Oklahoma, that's where Oral Roberts University is located. Now, Oral Roberts, if you don't know what Oral Roberts University is, they 
pump out a lot of the evangelical pastors, preachers that we hear about. Oral Roberts, of course, he's passed away, but but he was a big name, and and this is you know they're connected to people like Kenneth Copeland. Um, a lot of a lot of evangelical pastors, preachers stuff come out of Oral Roberts University. So that's where they wound up moving, and she remembers going to a teen church meeting, and they were handing out flyers. And she was with a group uh, of the teens that were singing, dancing, drinking juices, eating cookies, uh, you know, having a church meeting at the Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, by the way, is a huge complex. It has a university, a church. It's just it's a giant complex. You can actually Google map the Oral Roberts University and see how big a place this is. Um, she remembers at one point uh, a door where she remembers kids were being escorted through and never seen again. She, too, later went through those doors, and they led to a dark room with candles. The levels of tunnels underneath Oral Roberts is about three levels down. On the third level, this is where she encountered the dark room with candles. I specifically asked her if there were any upside down crosses. So the, the tunnels that they were in the news report, and I know you're not seeing that because you're just hearing the audio, but these were very superficial tunnels. They were, I mean, literally right like below the surface and they had uncovered them and were i don't know if i guess they were renovating them or whatever and that gives them plausible deniability say so see there here's the tunnels here's the big time oh all the rumored tunnels here they are well the tunnels go three levels down so there's probably tunnels underneath there and underneath there and they're all you're only seeing one set of them okay so i just thought that that was something important to add in she said no they chanted songs as they were on an, there was an altar or table at the third level of these underground tunnels that's where the rituals were held at underneath Oral Roberts, uh, the Oral Roberts University and complex. <sighs> Oral Roberts, TV evangelist, uh, he's connected with Billy Graham, of course. Um, this girl who's now a woman, she, she, uh, she knows several others that were raped by Billy Graham uh, that have no connection with Fiona Barnett, by the way. Uh, Oral Roberts has a hidden... Now, please key in also, uh, you can key in my teaching on Billy Graham. We've covered that a little bit today. But uh, also, and I've probably mentioned a lot of stuff, if you just key in Graham in the keyword search box, it contain, it'll, it'll list all the teachings where I've talked about him. You'll be able to look at it in the table of contents for whatever part that I talked about him in. But also now with Franklin Graham. And with the Voodoo Donuts thing that I just covered, uh, I don't know which further links franklin graham in with the pedophile network going to voodoo donuts which is like the most wicked evil place that's already been totally implicated in um child sex trafficking and the most horrific sadistic garbage you can imagine. and there's tunnels underneath voodoo donuts as well and he literally went there they have the most sick evil twisted blasphemous sexually explicit donuts that you can imagine and he's literally posting stuff on facebook where he's outside of Voodoo Donuts, inside Voodoo Donuts, showing what he got. I mean, the boxes are satanic. The donuts are satanic. And Franklin Graham is in there glorying in this and putting out pictures on Facebook and all these other things of this. And I document that. Just key in Voodoo or Franklin Graham and you'll find it. I, I did it not too long ago. So that also heavily plays into what we're talking about here today. Oh under the church on the complex at Oral Roberts University. That's where he and many others were well-known, excuse me, that's where he and many other well-known people would rape, torture, and cut open babies, drinking their blood and eating the flesh and organs. An ex-police officer, we were told by his son, remembers well what went on there. He's been retired for some time. He swore not to tell what he witnessed because of his life being threatened. Other MK Ultra survivors have said to my friends their experience with Billy Graham was way before the year 2000. Kenneth Copeland is also connected to all this, and I'll talk about Kenneth Copeland in detail in just a bit. Again, there's another person I've done tons of studies on, just Ken Copeland. He has his, I mean, that guy is so evil looking, and there's so much voluminous proof that that guy's a Satanist. I mean, oh my word. I just covered, I just did a little teaching on him recently so again these are all things that you can go to contendingfortruth.com and, and find out more information on dr mengel 
Hitler's sidekick, Wacky Doctor, was the handler for this woman for quite, quite some time. Her father handed her off to him. Oral Roberts, Billy Graham, Kenneth Copeland, Dr. Mengel. Of course, they don't work alone. This is a huge organization, all connected to various different presidents, national leaders, the Queen, Royal Family, Military, NASA, and to the Pope. This isn't just happening in donut shops and pizza parlors. It's in schools, military bases, churches, houses, hidden tunnels. It's everywhere. Yep. Obviously, Oral Roberts and Billy Graham are dead, but I'm sure the tradition still continues. I'm sure those tunnels are still there and lead to that dark room about three levels down below Oral Roberts University and church where my friend experienced horrifying abuse for years. She literally watched babies being murdered on this altar children being raped and tortured by the well-known evangelist Oral Roberts. According to my friend, Easter, Easter, as Christians know it, was one of the largest rituals at Oral Roberts University. Of course, Easter is a pagan holiday. It has nothing to do with Messiah. Yahshua was crucified on Passover and rose again on first fruits. We should have nothing to do with Easter or Christmas. These are pagan holidays, and their biggest ritual underneath Oral Roberts University is on Easter. Yeah, well, and that's because it is a pagan holiday, Ishtar, where the fertility goddess Ishtar is where Easter gets its name. It's literally determined through astrology every year because it can literally vary up to a month in when it falls. I believe it's the second Sunday after the occult holiday of Stara, which is all turn, uh, determined through astrology. Just like Yule is one day or two, which is the shortest day of the year. Sometimes it's the 21st, sometimes it's the 22nd. If Easter was the day that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, okay, then the resurrection of Christ, then why would it vary a whole month every single year or up to a whole month? It would be on the same date every year because it'd be the same day, but it doesn't do that. The date changes, which just totally invalidates Ishtar anyway, just from that standpoint alone. So... Anyway, I've just keen Easter at the contendingfuture.com. I've done studies on that. Many. Go figure. All right. Um, it's just so dark. Um, this is about the worst thing I've ever heard as far as what goes on from high-level religious um, Christian people doesn't surprise me at all i mean i've been i've been looking into this and finding this information out literally since the mid 90s i would say i mean i wouldn't bring this to you unless i had gotten confirmation after confirmation fritz springmeyer was one of the main first guys to start bringing it out but then there's just been this cascade of other people mk ultra mind control slaves that have that have come out and validated this or people like this lady and the other lady we heard before in the audios all kind of first-hand accounts of this you just can't keep this satanic genie in the bottle there's going to be too many eyewitnesses and i do believe god in his providence is is letting this come out in today's day and age as is hopefully a wake-up call to the church so that they can understand how compromised and defiled what poses as the modern day church is i mean and this is kind of a worldwide problem that we've got going on here kenneth copeland kenneth copeland and again uh this is an eyewitness account a first-hand eyewitness account by this woman when she was a girl she saw kenneth copeland they would inject the baby with this is so horrible. They would inject the baby with some kind of uh, toxin or whatever that would paralyze the baby. The baby would still be alive. They then slid open the baby's baby, and Kenneth Copeland would put his face into the baby's belly and begin to ravage the inside organs like a monster, like an animal. This is Kenneth Copeland. Oh, gosh. Google Kenneth Copeland. Look at his face. You'll yep. see yep. the devilish, demonic... Yep. I, I've said it many times, you know, every time I see the guy, all I can, I just look at him and I can't believe anybody would fall for that guy because he's so evil looking. And literally you look at his beady little eyes and all I can, I can just see the black dark robe on him with an athami, which is the ritualistic, you know, witchcraft dagger in his hands doing this kind of stuff. Then you go to that Toronto blessing tape that I had my listener, I sent to my listener over in Europe and he put it up the 20 hours of footage and 
I had about 10 people come out of the Pentecostal church with me when I started finding this information out. And um, I had them watch that 20 hours of footage. And at the end of it, they were all 100% totally convinced. Nobody was even questioning the fact that Kenneth Copeland, that Hagen, that Benny Hinn, that, I mean, I'm missing a whole bunch of other people, are Satanists. They're not just deceived, they're Satanists. They're Luciferians. They're working for the dark side. This is a facade. And he said in another video where, and I didn't even play that one, where, you know, all these uh, firsthand accounts of Billy Graham raping little girls and stuff like this. Uh, and um, they're, they're MK Ultra, these these preachers. And what they do is they shift into, because you would think, well, there's no way that they could go and act like Mr. Super Christian one minute and act so sincere, whatever, and then go and ravage your little babies the next. Well, a lot of the times, and I believe the most of the time, what's happening is, is they're shifting altars. Meaning, these are personalities that are created through the MK Ultra process that they have the pastor altar come. That's the persona that's presented. And it's as convincing as anything as you would believe. And they'll preach the gospel. And they'll, and they'll all these things. And it's like, there's no way. This, I don't believe Billy Graham could, could do this type of stuff. But then when they go to their Luciferian ceremonies, then they shift into that altar. Okay, and, th and then a lot of times also on top of that, drugs are involved to get you in an altered state of consciousness, which also helps accelerate and bring more demons into the process. So, I mean, I, I hate to put this stuff out, but it's like, again, uh, since the mid-90s, I started finding out about this stuff. And then, and then my time in the Pentecostal church, and coming out of it, you know, and... The crazy thing is, is I believe all 10 of those people that came out of the charismatic church with me were all back into it within one to two years because the pull of the flesh in the charismatic movement is very, very powerful, very powerful. It's very much based on feelings and, you know, this euphoric feeling that is generated in that particular movement and the bible talks about the heart being deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it um so they all went back into it as far as i know last time i had heard and i'm the only one that didn't <laughs> now i don't know maybe some of them have got out of it at this point i don't know but it's that powerful and i and i think that you know there's spirits that come over these people when they're in it i've been there done it and it blinds you to the truth. It just blinds you. And unless you're really, really seeking the truth and really, really wanting to operate in the truth, it's very, very hard to break free of that. And, and that's why it's so dangerous. He has. This is what he does. And they believe that by doing this, it gives them special powers, a special satanic anointing to do what they need to do. Now, these are people who are claiming to be Christians, televangelists, people who are claiming, you know, they preach the prosperity gospel. Kenneth Copeland still does that to this day, and yet he is doing this on a regular basis. Now, I don't know if he still goes below Oral Roberts specifically to do this, but he does still do it. It's just, it's almost mind-boggling to think about this. Now, the reason I came forward with this story is because several weeks ago, another gentleman contacted me. And he has actually related to uh, his sister is uh, married into the family that owns the Hobby Lobby Corporation, the Hobby Lobby um, company. And we all think the Hobby Lobby is, is a great Republican, you know, great organization. You know, they came against Obamacare and we all think they're great. Well, Hobby Lobby has connections to Oral Roberts. And this man was telling me about the tunnels beneath Hobby Lobby and their nefarious activities and how they're linked to child sex trafficking and all these things. And I, when he told me about all this stuff, he gave me all this information. I said, well, you know, do you have a second witness? Are you, are you a first-hand eyewitness account? I, I really need a second person to go forward. And he said, well, I don't, but here's all the information. And now literally a week ago, I'm contacted by this woman who lives 2,000 miles away from this guy. Never heard of him. Uh, I called her, talked to her extensively, vetted her, vetted him. Two separate independent sources corroborating this. And Hobby Lobby is involved as well. No one's going to sue me over this because it's absolutely true. 
If you guys know a man named Keith Green, he was an amazing man. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit. He was a great musician back in the 70s and 80s. He was saved uh, in, during, during the Jesus movement. Tragically, he was killed in 1982. I believe the Vatican actually messed with his little small plane and killed him because he was adamantly opposed against the Catholic Church. Most Protestant churches kicked him out, but he had these amazing rallies where he would sing. If you can look up Keith Green, his music is very anointed. But um, Keith Green, he has a, a book that was written by his wife after he died. It's a biography called No Compromise. It's an incredible book. But he relates a story back, I think it was the late 70s, early 80s, where he was invited to Oral Roberts University. And he begins to play on the, the piano, and the Holy Spirit begins to start moving at the university, like powerfully. Conviction starts falling. And I believe it was either the son of Oral Roberts or, or some influential college student at Oral Roberts at that time stood up and began to confess his sin of homosexuality. So this is genuine revival, like repentance, you know, like what we read in the first and second great awakenings, not this weird stuff where people are wiggling around the floor. This is genuine revival. Keith Green describes this. He like crawls under the piano because he feels the weight of the Holy Spirit. So he starts confessing his sin openly. And then all of a sudden, the leaders at Old Roberts University tells him to shut up. They, they shut it down. Keith Green describes how the Holy Spirit was so grieved that God just withdrew. And they told wow. Keith Green to leave. And Keith Green then recounts, he says, you know, if ever there was going to be a revival that would have started, it would have started right there. And the leaders just clamped down on it. And I remember reading that story. I've read No Compromise a couple times now throughout my life. And I remember reading that. I was like, man, why would... Why did they come against him? I mean, I understand they might have been embarrassed by this prominent figure at Oral Roberts admitting to homosexuality and confessing it, but why would they have cut down, you know, stopped the, uh, the revival? Well, now I know, because they were, uh, the, the Oral Roberts and Billy Graham and Kenneth Copeland, these guys are involved in way more dark stuff than homosexuality. They're involved in literally harvesting organs, eating this, these babies, sacrificing them, and as far as my source is concerned, on both fronts, this is going on right now, to this day, beneath Oral Roberts University. Kenneth Copeland, as he continues to preach his prosperity gospel, his false gospel, he is continuing to stick his face into the belly of babies. This stuff has got to stop. It has got to stop. Amen to that. Oh, so, um, okay. So we have that. So hopefully... You know, you combine this with all the other studies I've done on these preachers, and this is just more and more confirmation. It's more and more confirmation on all the stuff where I've been really, really keen on the pedivore uh, thing that's really seems to have started really coming to the forefront you know, in the last couple years. And this just all lines up with that. All this information just 100% lines up with it. It's just more cross-confirmation of the true wickedness that is going on behind closed doors and under the guise of Christianity. So I'm going to go ahead and play some more videos now because, see, they don't want anyone out there putting out truth. There's too many people that have woken up and are woken up out there and they're trying to clamp down every possible way they can clamp down the mainstream media censorship all of the stuff they're doing on social media now i mean and this is just more proof of this because they do not want people like me up there up on the internet putting out this type of information so the next part relates to all this and this is Dave Hodges, and these are just real short videos. And this first one is Here Comes the Internet Kill Switch, which um, heavily relates to the censorship. I'd like to pass along something that Alex Jones reported on his radio show yesterday. But I want to pass it along in the fashion that it was originally uncollaborated, but it's not any longer. Multiple sources are reporting this very thing. And if you want to put people in the streets, this is a pretty worthy cause. End 2020 Internet will be dead except for state-controlled news and information. The total Internet kill switch takeover will be implemented in three months. 
take over control, monitoring of all computers. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bind any kind of timetables. So, I'm you, if you know me, I've never really been one on timetable predictions. I've said, okay, this might be the parameter on what Satan's timetable is, but I've seen God push it forward and forward and forward over and over again. So, bear that in mind. I'm not just putting my blanket endorsement, but this is what they obviously would want to do to kill First Amendment on the internet because it's the primary way that people are actually waking up and getting educated it's sure not through the mainstream media phones take your money out of the banks before the deep state does that's one advice given by alex jones all websites in the world except 1000 will be terminated google china social credit system rollout in the u.s in three to six months and i've reported on all this stuff at different individual times it's the first time I've seen them all lumped together. And thanks for Donald for sending this to me. Will Congress, liberals, and conservatives prevent Trump from taking action? The SMM will discredit disclosure, hoping they will be included in the thousands surviving websites. And it concludes by saying somewhere, George Orwell is smiling. Highly, highly disturbing. Highly disturbing, ladies and gentlemen. Nonetheless, I think it's something that we need to take very, very seriously because I don't see the people of this country putting up with this. The pretense for dictatorial control over a free people or relatively free people will be out in the open. There'll be nowhere to hide it. Even the 50% of people that are dumber than a box of rocks who had the worst case and worst affliction of cognitive dissonance would have a hard time denying What's really going on? This will cause a civil war. And it's a civil war that I would actually support. Because when you lose the First Amendment, the Second Amendment isn't far behind. And what we know from the University of Hawaii website called the Democide Project shows that there were 17 genocides in the 20th century. Every one of them was preceded by two things. Most notably, in this case, end of free speech, followed by the evisceration of private gun ownership. This is very seriously. This is one of the things that I wonder if Trump is going to sit idly by and let this happen. I will tell you this, though. I am absolutely concerned that his attorney general nominee has a personal relationship with Robert Mueller and their wives or best friends. I'm getting very concerned. Are you concerned? Uh, you know, again, if that's the case, I mean, it's just one more beyond, you know, dumbfoundingly stupid move on some appointee that Trump has made. And again, it's like, well, is he that dumb or is it all by design? Again, I've said I've reported on the good, bad, and the ugly with Trump the whole way through. That's what I continue to do. Some of my emails, it looks like I'm praising him, my newsletter. Some of it, it looks like, you know, I'm maybe it's worth saying. All I'm doing is reporting on the news cycle. I'm, I'm putting out what is happening. That's what I'm doing. And, and a lot of times you'll get a newsletter from me and it's all kind of bad stuff that he's doing and all kind of good stuff. Now, granted, if Hillary was in there, it'd be all bad. And we probably would have been under martial law a long time ago. And that internet kill switch would have already been kicked in. And I can't even imagine what it would be without which in office so you know i am very grateful she's not in there but trump needs to be held accountable all along the way i just you know i see things like where you know he eats like kentucky fried chicken in in the, the coke in or diet coke or whatever in all of this garbage that he puts in his body he just had like clemson there today the the uh, college football team and he literally bought the meal, but what he bought was literally, it was McDonald's and um, all this different fast foods that was like this feast smorgasbord of just pure fast food for the national champions. And they were all for it, but I'm like, why would you put out garbage GMO food and why would you put that in your body? So it's like, there's, there's a part of me that's like, you know, Trump's really not the brightest bulb in the knife drawer if you know what i mean you know that's a play on words there brightest bulb in the light socket or the sharpest knife in the knife drawer it's kind of a combo of that 
on some levels. He may be on certain levels, but it's like I've just seen so many things he's done that are so unbright. <laughs> Put it that way. And uh, I'm just going to continue to report on what's going on there. And the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and then maketh flesh his arm, and his heart departed from the Lord. So I'm not giving any kind of blanket endorsement or blanket condemnation of Trump. But he needs to be held accountable for his actions. And uh, if he goes along with this internet kill switch, it's going to literally be the, um, it will be the end of him. Because the only ones that are actually carrying the banner for him are the alternative media on the internet. That's the only real voice, other than people maybe on a street corner or something, or at a rally or something like that. But I'm talking about being able to reach masses. It's the alternative media. It's it's the individual patriots. It's the individual Christians that that have, you know, been promoting him. If they do this internet kill switch, all of our voices will be silenced. And it will be the end of Donald Trump. So I hope that he does the right thing regarding all of this. Because there's so much good mixed with bad with Trump at this point. You know, it's just maddening to try to follow on a day-to-day basis Donald Trump for me. Because, you know, all you got to do is look at, look at my previous newsletters to, to understand the, the dichotomy that exists with this guy. Tell me what you think of this. If it were just Alex, I'd say, okay, maybe he didn't get the best info. Maybe we need to wait and get more info. But my mailbox is filling up from people who are reporting other aspects of this. I'm getting news reports from people who are sending me videos of helicopters and tanks on trains headed to the border or headed to other locations in the United States. The uptick of military activity in this country is phenomenal. If I were a conspiracy theorist without basis, in other words, I didn't have to validate anything I say, anything I write, I would say this. I would write a story and I'd create a mythical president who would pretend to be a friend of the people and then turn on them at the last minute, declare martial law for one cause, and turn that martial law into suppressing the people for another. Yep. Now, I'm not suggesting that Donald Trump is that president. He may not be the president around when this happens. Right. Yeah. But when I start... Meaning he might be assassinated or impeached at that point. Um, that's what I think he's in... Rep- so I'm, pre- I'm pretty much... Uh, I'm with Dave on this particular subject, what he's talking about Trump. It's kind of a balanced thing. It's like, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And, but report on all of the, of the bad stuff that is occurring under his, his administration, you know, and I, and I think, I, I hope I've been fair about doing that on, on both ends, the good and the bad. Dots of what I'm seeing, this story becomes completely believable. Let's pray it's not true. But in the meanwhile, this is something I won't submit to. I'm not going to allow, and you shouldn't either. Okay, so we have that. This is an update to the story we ran yesterday on the Internet kill switch. In other words, people like me, people like you are going to be wiped from the Internet. You're not going to be able to publish any kind of material There are going to be approximately 1,000 websites left, all news and information, all tightly controlled. Truly, like, if it gets to that point, that is 100% George Orwell, 1984, Big Brother, Brave New World, all rolled up into one. I mean, if they would be literally and totally going for broke if they did that. I mean, that would be just, and again, if... If they did do that, and there was, and Trump went along with it, well, then we know that he's been, you know, 100% part of this plan the whole time. Because that's really the ultimate deal breaker. Because there's going to be nobody at that point in alternative media. There's going to be no way to get your voices out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I know that you 
they could say, well, we could do, do shortwave and things of this nature, but they'll probably go after every every avenue at that point. It'll be like Nazi Germany. Show has learned how this is going to be implemented, and that's what we're going to talk about here today on the show that is Freeing America, One Enslaved Mind at a Time. My name's Dave Hodges. Here's the report, ladies and gentlemen. This is absolutely an incredible story. And the reason I say that is because it shows how much we're already being spied on. And this fully exposes it. The control of the internet kill switch will be handled at the level of your phone, your computer, your iPad, and any device that you use to access the internet. That device is going to censor you. It'll censor what you read with archival material that they have not taken off the net yet. It will also be used to censor your ability to publish. It's done at the device level. Does that say right now how much control we're under? And I want you to make a note of this here because when we leave this report, the one that follows this will tell you what severe danger, and I mean physical danger, this places all of us in. And the facts are irrefutable. This is not just taking down the Internet. This is about snuffing out all resistance. And snuffing out is actually a very accurate term. So we have that. That's his update to the last video there. Okay, and then this is the last video from Dave. And this is China and Twitter and the total loss of freedom. And this this heavily... Uh, is related to this subject that we're talking about. This is a breaking story that First cousin story appeared in the previous broadcast in which I talked about updates on the internet kill switch and how it was going to be performed at the device level. But there's even a more disturbing development coming out of China that has a direct application to every American that visits any independent media site. Hi everybody, my name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. After you listen to this report, you're gonna wish you had Virtual Shield. A Virtual Shield, uh, actually Shields, covers up where you go on the net by a very sophisticated set of VPNs. It also can keep the bad guys out of your computer. VPN stands for Virtual Privacy Network. So if you're not familiar with this, I'm just going to let this little ad play just so you're aware that this technology exists. After you hear this report, you're going to find out that the low prices of Virtual Shield are done because they care about America. And then they put sales on top of it. Why? Because they don't want you persecuted for where you go on the net. And I've been telling you about this, and now this is a breaking story where this is going to happen. How do you get Virtual Shield? Go to hidewithdave.com. That's hidewithdave.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a story that is extremely disturbing, but it's not surprising. If you've been following the Common Sense Show on a regular basis, you've heard me interview people who are experts on technocracy, like my good friend Patrick Wood. You've heard them talk about, these experts talk about how your every move is tracked, your every keystroke, your every word that you say. In your house, even when you're not on one of your devices, you're still being spied on by Google. Well, listen to what's happening in China on this social credit system set up by Google. And if you don't think it's coming here, what the hell do you think is going to follow the internet kill switch? Let's talk about what's happening in China. The Chinese Communist Party have employed the equivalent of the Chinese version of Snopes. They're going into Twitter history. And they're looking for people who say things that they don't like. And then they're going to take care of them. They can't send them all to labor camps. That'd be too expensive, too time-consuming, too much a waste of resources. So what they do is they basically render them into a non-person status, hoping that will take care of the problem. Now, what do I mean by a non-person status? Well, I love the story that, I don't love it, but I, I love how the story illustrates the point told by Patrick Wood, where a woman in contact with independent media, a Chinese woman, 
said something mildly critical of the Chinese government. They all showed up at her door. Six of them came in, all dressed in black suits. They listened to her. They left. She thought she was okay. She apologized. Within a month, she had lost her job. She had been kicked out of her apartment, and she got expelled from her university. That's what we mean by a non-person. Well, the Chinese are now doing this in mass, and they're using Twitter. But you think they're going to stop with Twitter? No, this is just the first move to stop all dissidents. Now, let's take this and extrapolate it to America. <clears throat> Does Google operate within the United States? Exactly. The technology is already in place, folks. It's waiting for a trigger effect. Now, what are we looking at here? Could we have a social credit system? Well, if you're going to have an Internet kill switch... That doesn't mean the dissidents go away. That means they're going to find other ways to communicate and raise hell. I know. I'm one of them. So what are they going to do? They're going to identify those people they've taken off the net and the ones who they think are going to form the Revolutionary War period equivalent of the Committees of Correspondence, which carried on communication between the 13 colonies. <laughs> you get where this is going, don't you? You think it's a problem? Well, you're darn right it's a problem. Every one of you who's on this site right now is at risk. I'm sorry, disconnecting is not going to save you. It's already done. That's why I say you need things like Virtual Shield. Another discussion for another time. We've already pitched the ad, but I want you to hear this and hear this clearly. Every single one of you has a score from the NSA that gets communicated to Google and they're laying in wait with this technology. How do I know? Because I know people in the NSA. I know people that don't agree with what's going on. I interviewed Vance Davis the other day, XNSA. They all say the same thing. You have scores in different domains, and then you have an aggregate score. It's a threat matrix score. I don't know where they draw the line. I don't know the scale. I just know this exists, and you're in a lot of trouble. Now, to the 50% of us that are dumber than a box of rocks, if they can make money out of your labor, you're probably going to be okay. If you're a slug, <laughs> no, you'll go to a labor camp. Am I telling you what's happening here? This is what the Chinese are doing. Why should the same people who control what's going on inside of China, why should it be any different here? Like I said, they're waiting for the trigger event. The Internet's going to go down. Okay, let's back up and we say, Dave, what will be the trigger event? Well, there are some clues from history that might give us an idea. After John Kennedy was assassinated, all of the communications in Washington, D.C. were taken down. And it was deliberate. And why do you think that was? Because they thought that people might smell a coup, which it was. And they might have launched a counter coup. They wanted no communication to happen. Meaning the assassination of John F. Kennedy was a coup by the shadow government. It was done by design, on purpose. It wasn't some lone gunman, Lee Harvey Oswald, pulling this all off. Okay, So that's what, that's what he's in reference to there. And they, they wanted to totally be able to control the narrative. So after some type of major event, like let's say worst case scenario, President Trump being assassinated, or there's a lot of different cataclysmic events that could take place that, you know, I've been warning about since I've been in ministry, where they could come under the, the guise and the pretext of, okay, well, we've got to shut the internet down in order to whatever for national security type of thing. This is why the internet kill switch has to happen. But see, they can't really control everything. If they, So you've got your iPad, you've got your cell phone. You can communicate through all these things. Well, they're coming after you if you say the wrong things. And if they get your browsing history, they're coming after you anyway. This is what's coming, folks. Now, what's the parallel between Kennedy assassination and now? Could it be a Trump assassination? Yeah. But it could be a something as an impeachment and conviction of Donald Trump getting him out of office. That would be an effective coup. I've talked about on the commonsenseshow.com. I've written about this. 
about how there are X special ops who were taking out bankers as a warning sign to what was happening to our weapon systems and how leadership in the military was being adversely affected. Some of it was revenge, but over 120 bankers were taken out, and I detailed a few of these cases. Many people have covered this. It's going to get a lot bigger if there's a coup. I've also talked about how George Soros has his groups ready to spring into action and do yellow vest type of activities here on American soil. That was published. Let's put it this way. The background for the organization was published in USA Today in 2016. The mainstream media convicted their own in that particular article. We are in a lot of trouble. I keep saying it. This is not fear-mongering. This is the way it is. Internet kill switch, control of all your devices, using your browsing history, your Twitter history, whatever history it is, to identify you. And I said before, in a previous ads I ran last month for Virtual Shield, I said, someday you're not going to be persecuted for what you've done online or where you've gone. You're going to be prosecuted. And now these words are coming into fruition as being accurate one month after I ran that ad for Virtual Shield. How long have I known about this? About three years. I've, also, I've always known that this is the master plan. How did I know? Because i got friends on the inside that lead me to the right sources. And you're saying, Dave, how could that happen? Because they can't tell you classified information. No, they can't. But remember, most classified information, 80% of it, is on the net if you know the right questions to ask and where to look. And they often tell me the right questions to ask and where to look. That's not a crime. What's a crime is when it doesn't appear anywhere else. And it is classified. And you can't find it with normal search. That's when you're in trouble. But that's not what's happening here. I knew about this plan for quite some time. This is also part of... Okay, so we have that. And that goes on if you want to for about another 10 minutes. But I think you get the gist of, you know... Basically, something else to add to the prayer list, you know, uh, that this internet kill switch would not be implemented. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. I'm just going to add it to the bulk prayer list that I'll be putting out with this uh, this teaching. Okay, so continuing uh, further, I just added that into the prayer list, which is just, it's so big now that there's just no way I can really cover it in a prayer point. So I'm just going to be putting these up with the teachings in the PDF and in what I send out uh, via email so you can have that and you know use that as a prayer list throughout the week to um, hopefully help you and guide you and direct you in some ways there and we're winding down here this uh, one of the last reports here is entitled Ginsburg uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg fake funeral soon deep state panic and it says the most supreme radical court justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I mean, this woman is pure evil. The, the stuff that she's voted for and stood for over there is this woman is pure evil. Okay. Is either being kept alive by secret advanced drug, drugs the public is not allowed to access or she is dead and has been placed on ice for an upcoming fake funeral diversion by the deep state. Hillary Clinton put her two cents in with a tweet reference to the dire need for SCOTUS the Supreme Court, Ginsburg, to stay alive just long enough to keep Roe versus Wade constitutional, the the whole thing with um, uh, the abortion amendment, and from changing an upcoming New York effort to codify the Reproductive Health Act to continue killing babies up to the time of birth as a, quote, woman's right. Hillary, Hillary said... There's no time to wait. We must pass the Reproductive Health Act within 30 days of the 2019 legislative sessions and codify Roe versus Way into state law because all they care about is killing babies. That's the main thing they want to be able to keep killing babies because they're of their father, the devil, and he was a murderer from the beginning, and they love murder. And so more fruit from Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Therefore, they, they, need for Gin, they need Ginsburg to stay alive just long enough when the litigation and decision goes to the Supreme Court. A vote from Ginsburg's de deathbed um, 
these are amazing times and we can see a deep state in panic as the Dems contemplate a new upcoming SCOTUS candidate soon, let alone a new AG um, attorney general to be confirmed in the next couple of weeks, forcing this vital report, his final report soon. So uh, some other things to bear in mind regarding uh, prayer with this Ruth Bader Ginsburg, because, you know, uh there's a very good chance she's she's dead at this point and they're just you know they're they're not even disclosing any of that because of what uh Hillary was saying here so things to be in prayer about uh this and this is just a little bit of feedback and then this is where I'll end it for today um it's from a listener named Allison and she said my husband and I listened to your audio this past Sunday. We set up the audio Bible of Revelations and started our oil uh, with, I believe she meant olive oil, with um, essential oils of frankincense, myrrh, rose of Sharon, rosemary, and hyssop, praying to begin the anointing of our home in seven days. We feel our home needs a cleansing. So they're gonna they're making the oil. And what they did, and this is a good example because they sent me a picture of their little... Um, dvd player it's very very similar to the one i've got and they've got two mason jars full of it looks to be olive oil with these other essential oils in there uh frankincense myrrh rose of sharon rosemary hyssop um a lot of biblical oils there and it, they show a picture so if you want to kind of understand what this looks like because i really didn't post any pictures well this is a great example and it'll be uh, i don't know page nine or ten of the PDF for uh, January 14th, 2019. So we have that. And then another listener, uh, and I've got, I got a lot of really positive feedback on this since my last teaching I did on the anointing oil. Uh, he said, uh, hello, brother Scott, currently listening to your latest teaching on anointing oil and interested in this tool for spiritual warfare. One issue you discussed was getting the oil to the high places. As a drone enthusiast, I can confirm that a pint could be mounted along with a valve to a DGI Phantom 4 drone and delivered to any water tower, cliff, roof, etc. Imagine the coverage with four rotors blowing the anointing oil all over the target. So I'm not telling you what to do. I gotta be careful what I say, but I'm gonna convey this email, so... Uh, he gives you the uh, exact drone there. I'm not 100% sure how that would how that would have to work. I'm sure there would be a lot of a uh, little bit of finagling that you would have to do in order to do this right. But it is it is something I had never really thought of. Uh, interesting point there. And then I have another email, and it said, um, I just listened to your message on the anointing oil. It's from Stephen. I feel convicted to do this to drive out demons. Uh, from loved ones and others, I really want to make sure I make it correctly. I bought a bottle of virgin olive oil and two nine-ounce bottles off of eBay with caps. <laughs> I got I got the ones with caps. The ones so far I filled up, the cap just keeps popping off, which really stinks because that's the whole point of having it. So, you know, it's a dice shoot out there. You know, you're buying little plastic uh, squeeze bottles or whatever so um you, you, you might have to go through a, a, a couple different companies or whatever to find one where it's going to have a cap that really when you put it on there it stays on there um but anyway i just thought i'd throw that in there i that he goes on to say i am planning on pouring the olive oil into two empty nine ounce bottles and playing revelations eight hours a day over the bottles my question is do i have to buy frankincense oil to mix with the olive oil Thank you, thank you for your help. My, my reply is no, that is optional. But I just found this one, which is a blend of a whole bunch of biblical essential oils, which would be great to add in. And it's actually the one I bought and I just got today in the mail. And it's RockyMountainOils.com. I found another one because I did a keyword search for biblical essential oils. And there are other companies up there and they make like, they make certain blends. This one company made certain blends like for healing and worship and you know i mean they're up there this is just one of those kind of catch-all ones the one that i got in fact it's right in front of me I'm, let me get it here
and um, it's called Oils of the Bible. And I give you a link to it. It's RockyMountainOils.com, and it's got cedarwood, cinnamon, uh, cinnamon bark, cypress, frankincense, hyssop. Now the Bible says, "Cleanse thyself with hyssop, or purge thyself with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow." So I I have hyssop right next to my bed, and and I will a lot of times. Probably at least once a week, I'll anoint myself with hyssop and, and say that verse. You know, I just figure it's one of those things where we're acting in faith and um, it's kind of a cleansing type of thing. But this has, also has uh, hyssop, myrrh, myrtle, sandalwood, and spikenard. Spikenard was the uh, mention in the Gospels with the a woman in the alabaster box and she broke the box and over Jesus and it was anointing for his burial and it's very it was it, it's very uh, expensive but this is I mean you can get a 15 milliliter bottle which is a decent sized bottle for 35 it's got four and a half stars it looks like and um, I can really smell the, the cinnamon in this so be careful with this one I probably wouldn't Cinnamon can be really, really uh, have a burning sensation on the skin. So if you would, you if you get this one, this oils of the Bible one, be careful where you do it. You, you probably want to use what they call a carrier oil. And again, if you're using it with the anointing oil, the anointing oil is a carrier oil. And uh, I would say, you know, again, there's no real formula for this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. This is all guesswork. This is all kind of what I've done. But you know, I would say if you had like an eight ounce bottle, squeeze bottle, you know, I'd put like 15 drops of this in there, and you will, and then shake it up, and you will, even those 15 drops in an eight ounce bottle, you'll, you'll, it'll give it a real nice scent. If you want to use more, you could even pray about it. I mean, let let the Holy Spirit be your guide. I'm not. I'm just guesstimating here on on these types of things so and also uh today i received in the mail the um the, the gentleman the deliverance minister uh, on all the the reports i read uh last week on tasmania how they were using it in battling the witches where they were at in tasmania um pete longtime listener good friend um was really the one that it was really all of his information that you know, I got convicted to do all of this, and all of those reports that I read were from were from Pete and his first-hand accounts of um, the deliverance that they went through and how his anointing oil he's found um, accelerated that process. And when they use it in deliverance, the demons come out a lot quicker. They manifest a lot faster. It's a protective mechanism. When you put it out against the occultists, like um, on your... Um, walkways out in front of your house and around your house and and wherever you're convicted to do it it's literally like it was manifesting like fire to the occultists when they would see it it would be like fire and they couldn't even go beyond those lines well he sent me some of his from tasmania the um and um this is i believe from from at least some derivation of the batch that turned red the that had that crimson red color that happened to it that day that I described where it actually changed appearance and he found that just a little bit of that um, source oil was able to treat a ton of other oil like it had like a, a amplifying and magnifying effect so I've, I've got a little container of his anointing oil now too in combination with mine so I'm pretty excited about that plus I got this oils of the Bible uh, today from um, this uh, Rocky Mountain Oils. Now, again, there there are other companies out there and they look like they've got some good blends. The other company that was putting out the individual blends um, on biblical oils, it wasn't as complete as this one, but the oils were more specific toward maybe one thing, maybe healing or, or whatever. But those oils were more expensive. By, um, this is a 15 milliliter bottle. A lot of those were like... Um, five milliliter and 10 milliliter which is a lot less and they were pretty expensive but again to get good essential oils you're typically going to pay a good amount of money okay if they're decent essential oils uh, they're not cheap to manufacture they're the um, and again it's not that you have to do that it's just optional I, 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 I kind of figure that it could only help I already had a lot of these essential oils I'm just going to add this to what I've already got because I figured it'd be a nice addition, 
Um, but I'm making, like I said, I've got about ooh, four liters right now that I'm making um, with my original source oil and the containers and the squirt guns I bought and all of the other stuff. I've got that down there in a sealed container where the KJV is going 24-7 in a very, like, loud in a sealed container downstairs. You, I mean, you can hear it outside it, but it's, it's getting a very, very concentrated dose of the Word of God. So, you know, it's all, like, new territory, but I feel like this is something that we can do to battle at least one more weapon in our arsenal to battle, like, a lot of the wickedness that I talked about just today alone and then in all these other previous studies. So that's all I have for today. I'm just going to um, go ahead and end it here. And I'm going to post the prayer the prayer points because it's so long now um, with the newsletter like I normally do and also with what I send out via email. So God bless you and um, Lord willing, we'll see you soon in another audio broadcast. Thank you.